know, because uh, in our industry, uh, power is everything. Uh, people, the electricity, internet, mm. uh, computers, that's really what matters for us to uh, keep going. And uh, when you lose one of those, it's very challenging. Um, so they would come there and we work Friday night to Monday morning. We probably would sleep Friday night, Saturday night for four to five hours. And then we would put like 40 plus hours of uh, work, which is equal to a week worth time, right? Uh, but what happened was one of those uh, guys uh, really got burned out, understandably, because they also had a full-time job, day job. Our website looked like almost like virtues us, but we had two people who, you know, you sometimes, you know, it's some of that uh, fake it till you make it were there. I'm not going to deny that, right? What happened was we both delivered. That's what the <laughs> matter. So she delivered at 1.30 a.m. or something, and then I delivered afterwards the, the, the project. Sure. Uh, I think entrepreneur is someone who sees opportunity or who sees a problem. Mm -hmm. um, and finds a way to exploit it. Lack of better words, I'm using the word exploit. Exploit it for greater good. Um, and so what that means is they see this problem, they solve it, and they also find people who are willing to pay money for uh, that solution. Mm -hmm. On social media, you might see um, me like, you know, mountain biking or camping <laughs> or you know, on a boutique hotel or cooking something. Mm -hmm. But in reality, 80% of my time, I probably spend staring at a screen. That's the reality. Yeah. Um, so when the bad times happen, if you start something and if you survive, when the good times happening, you are up on the game. That's where the opportunities. You just need to find those opportunities and jump on it when no one else is doing so um, one thing I would look looking back, I would do differently is I would have a co-founder. Uh, thank God for those rejections. Mm -hmm. If those rejections didn't happen, I would have given up. Um, so what happens is when people reject uh, reject me, I kind of take it personally. Hey everyone, greetings for the day and uh, welcome you to another episode, episode number six on Envision Shuichi. Nowadays, uh, startups, entrepreneurship, founder, co-founder, those type of words has become buzzwords. Even I have seen the young generation, there have been a trend on jumping into this industry, in, uh, jumping into the field, being an entrepreneur and also in universities, in some universities, they have dedicated separate modules for entrepreneurship as well. So, to talk about this topic, this is a kind of broad topic. So, to talk on this, am I meant to be an entrepreneur? I have invited to a special character for our show. He is none other than the founder and the CEO of Cassie Technologies, Mr. Mangal Karunara. So, welcome you, sir, on board. Hey, thank you. Thank you, uh, Shane, for having me and uh, uh, looking forward to having this conversation with you. So these days, how are you doing with this, all the pandemic as well as power cards and other things? Um, I, I, the power cards are really a thing, you know, because uh, in our industry, uh, power is everything. Uh, people, the electricity, internet, 
mm. uh, computers that's really what matters for us to uh, keep going and uh, when you lose one of those it's very challenging and especially uh, given uh, you know people work from home these days uh, so it's been a bit challenging but we've been uh, managing so far um, thanks to the team they've been committed so some people work around the power cuts try to at least some uh, so uh, hopefully it won't last too long so um without further ado before three weeks i went to calcy and when i was seated in the lobby for about 10 to 15 minutes um i was recalling a one post which you shared on your twitter account uh it was a snap where you have been taken around 20 years back if i'm not mistaken where you lying on a bench in a hospital uh, doing some coding while your uh, while your wife was in the delivery room and exactly after 20 years i'm sitting in a lobby of an a, a huge company with a nice infrastructure and uh, more than 170 employees so definitely i believe that throughout your journey you might have so much of experience stories to share with all the young budding entrepreneurs as well as who are in this side hustle so my first question is what made you start your own company so you're referring to this picture Yes, I hope you can is, see. Yeah. Uh, so I'll share that with you, so you can uh, add to the video. Yeah, um, sure. Yeah, so that's a that's a picture I always keep um, because it, that day uh, was the day uh, my first kid was born. It meant you know, really big day. Um, so, but so the early days. Uh, uh, I'm gonna straight to go to share that story because it's. It, it means a lot to me that's why yeah. um so um i i mean we've been like barely um uh i had two uh, people at that time and uh, they were pretty much you know uh, web developers but we got this project um that we were supposed to deliver a pretty decent knowledge base using oracle um back end all that I didn't have people, so I worked with a bunch of um, freelancers, um, um, and uh, we we would work from Friday night to Monday morning. So they would come to my Maradan office, which I will also share that picture that uh, it's on Twitter. Um, so they would come there, and we work Friday night to Monday morning. We probably would sleep Friday night, Saturday night for four to five hours. and then we put put like 40 plus hours of uh work which is equal to week worth time right uh but what happened was one of those uh, guys uh, really got burned out understandably because they also had a full time job day job um so this is what you had to do when you were an entrepreneur i wouldn't do this now uh but at that time we had desperate measures right we had to survive that was a survival game um our website looked like almost like virtues us but we had two people who you know you sometimes you know some of that uh, fake it till you make it were there i'm not going to deny that right um then um, on that day um august uh, 2003 um uh, the dude uh, my project was due on that day and that guy got burned out and he quit so and you know i was planning to be with my wife um and what happened was we both delivered that's what the <laughs> matter so she delivered at 1:30 am or something and then i 
delivered afterwards the the, the project sure. yeah so that, I, that I, was the caption yeah. right you both yeah, did yeah i didn't yeah i didn't i didn't uh, go back to my client and say hey you know um, i can you know I'm, i did not want to let them down so that's been uh, our dna ever since though i mean we never uh, we always try to deliver on time and never let our clients down that's that's inspiring so um like um, as i know there's no proper definition for entrepreneurship startups right but i just want to get your beep uh, on who's an entrepreneur as well as right now as i mentioned startups has begun a buzzword even mm, we are doing yeah. a small business you are saying it's a startup but it's yeah. there, there can be tech startups there can be small businesses where you sell some bakery items or whatever mm. so there are some some kind of uh, difference between those words so i just wanted to get your opinion on who's an exact entrepreneur is as well as what is a startup yeah so i i, I think um like you said entrepreneurship and a startup is probably slightly different mm-hmm. differs uh, i think entrepreneur is someone who sees a opportunity or who sees a problem mm-hmm. um and finds a way to exploit it like a better words i'm using the word exploit exploit it for greater good um and so what that means is they see this problem they solve it and they also find people who are willing to pay money for uh, that solution mm-hmm. um why did i say greater good i also don't consider like people who like, i don't know i mean this, this is my opinion i might be wrong right um so the so there's there are a lot of ways to make money uh we're dealing to trading to on problem solving to all that right so the entrepreneur is someone my definition who sees a opportunity who sees a problem solves it people find people who are willing to pay money for it and then uh, also have a positive impact um who don't do unethical things uh anyone who do unethical things is a fraudster so i wouldn't call them entrepreneur right uh so it has to be ethical you need to be able to pay your people i mean you all every entrepreneur there's a team behind them right uh, it's, uh, it's it's the entrepreneur that you see in the media or the social media but there's a team behind everyone um so you need to take care of those people uh those are the ones then then when you take care of them there's a ripple effect uh, positive effect if i'm employing 200 people those people are probably uh positively impacting at least five family members let's say then it's thousand people right um so that's the positive impact entrepreneurs bring to any uh, economy or ecosystem um so like you said now that's a buzzword right so there's a lot of uh, uh rockstar entrepreneurs like or elite entrepreneurs like Elon Musk, Steve Jobs, Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos they've all created this uh, new type of sort of rock star entrepreneurs so um that's probably it, it's tip of the uh, pyramid uh, entrepreneurs uh this it, it's only the top of that iceberg uh there's a lot of people who are not that cool um it, if you look at you know in in um any any game let's say uh, cricket this 
lots of people who play cricket wanting to be sanat jayasurya or aravind silva but not everybody goes there uh, so there's a lot that you don't see lot of pain lot of suffering but lot of uh, people who don't get there um that you don't see in social media or the media or all that uh, hyped up world on the stages um so that's is where um that hype is being built um so you can't it, it's a, uh, for every steve jobs probably thousands of failures too but it's not to discourage people but i think you it's a side effect getting there but i mean i i you don't have to uh, you can still be even if you are employing 10 people doing a ethical business and uh, may, uh, taking if you are content you know that's a um, the, the, there's space for a lot of entrepreneurs who don't need to be rock stars or elite uh, level um so that's kind of how i uh, look at it i think behind that all buzz and all there is uh, a team behind everyone um so those are, uh, you know those um, entrepreneurs need to be able to win the trust and the confidence of their team that's how you get there and then the, the other thing is tenacity the grit uh because it takes so many uh years to get there so we will maybe later on we can talk a little bit more about that yeah so um when you are talking about the being rock stars so um mm-hmm. what i'm seeing is like um if we take a one calendar year in sri lanka there will be more than 50 startups been incorporated right so mm-hmm. out of that Good. within the within like within first three uh, first three years out of that 80% might be failing if i'm not mistaken most of the startups so um, rather trying to be a rock star if you can try to be sustain and without giving up this for for about maybe try out this for 5 years or 10 years so that would be the biggest strength that an entrepreneur can have as well as eventually you'll be a rock star so that's that's what i feel yeah yeah uh very true you know like uh I don't think anybody should get into this unless they are willing to commit like 10 years of their life with it. Mm-hmm. Um so uh in my case like I uh, tell you uh, first 10 years of Kelsey I work every day mm-hmm. every single day including weekends probably uh, 16 hour days. So if you look at the number of hours I worked um it's probably equal to within the first 10 years right mm-hmm. probably equal to uh, 25 years or 30 years of regular uh job so because you do the math 16 hours by 7 that's ex- so typically people work 8 hours by 5 uh so 40 hours so and then you do every day for 10 years that's now if you look at the number of hours i spent uh, it's probably 25 years of regular job hours so that's the kind of commitment um you have to have um you also need to bring um some key team members who would work with you like that and take care of them um so it's a um uh, and then once you 
get to a certain level uh then you you know um then still it's a huge responsibility it's not like you said you know it's, it's all that rosy and you know um, rockstar lifestyle um um i'll tell you like uh, in march uh, 2020 march or april 2020 when all this covid news broke uh lockdowns happened worldwide immediately we lost about close to one third of our clients within two weeks um so imagine this stress that the uh, you know i i went through because it's that you know we are employing hundreds of people and last thing you i mean i i ever want to think of letting people go that's not something uh, you know a lot of people think that's the first resort for me it's like the last resort so we did everything to keep people we didn't even you know cut salaries etc but luckily 3 months later we are back on track now we are growing gung ho because the longer uh, lockdown covid effects were very positive to our industry so we had lot more business now we can't keep up with the business but that's initially that's the kind of stress you, you know overnight you lose one third of your clients and the amount of stress you have is insane uh you can't sleep at night you wake up at night uh you know that's the that's the entrepreneurship uh, that reality of it um and sometimes also it's um um you know uh, i i would say like you know you are when you are the boss it's kind kind of lonely up there too because everybody treats you like uh, the boss you know like or oh, the ceo it, 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 there's that uh, it's it's tough in our culture um uh, and then the last thing is like the time it's so uh valuable uh, because when you're responsible you're always working and you're a founder or entrepreneur so you have that end of the day back falls uh you know everything is on your shoulder right at top there's no one else for you to go to. <coughs> go to so on social media you might see um me like you know mountain biking or camping <laughs> or you know on a boutique hotel or cooking something but in reality 80% of my time i probably spend staring at a screen that's the reality um so when people you know ask how you're doing you always say uh you know great but that weight behind that great is sometimes uh, really you up it's it's like entrepreneurs are bleeding each and every day right so maybe in the first first few years when you when you don't have cash flow you'll be frustrated because you need to somehow feed your fellow members and uh, like there can be so much of pressure from the outside maybe now especially when you're in the IT industry if you put some kind of a product there are so many people who are waiting to find out bugs in there like maybe on legal side or whatever so it's kind of entrepreneurship is all about taking risk and uh, yeah continuing the side hustle until you believe until you go to the destiny that you have believed before before years i mean it, it's like you know what you see is like i said those uh, rockstar entrepreneurs what you think you you're going to one day become like rich if you are if your goal is to become famous rich and cool 
uh, I mean that's kind of a side effect that happens to few few people. Majority is a long winding journey of hard work, right? Uh, I mean that's how I uh, played the game, and it's never overnight. My overnight success took ten plus years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. Um, I mean I I believe so my way the way I've done is like I always set small goals. Um, so I let's say from year one to te- year ten we accomplished really great accomplishments, right? But it, did I set all that goals upfront in the year one? No. My first goal was to make ten thousand profit in a year. Um, so that took three or four years to accomplish that. Because at that time it's a different. I mean, I just I think three years. Yeah. Um, so, and then you set another goal, and then you set another goal, a, a accomplishable, realistic goal, and then you go because then what happens is that you you don't. give up because you know it's realistic uh that's my way i mean there are different people who do differently right some people target the moon uh and go there but i really wanted to uh, accomplish i didn't want to not accomplish those goals so that's kind of why i done but um uh if you play the game right i mean one day some of you guys i mean people may end up uh, rich famous and cool you know that's that's kind of side effect so in a, in a tagline what you see is not that much easy right yeah absolutely absolutely, absolutely. so um moving to my next question right now our country the situation is might not that much good right we are facing a crisis with uh, dollar rates and even power cuts and all these things so uh, if you just go and ask from a fresh graduate what are your future plans majority might say that they wanted to oversee and do some kind of a job in there or move move out of the country to do high studies or whatever but only few see some opportunities right now in our country when there is a crisis only few see there are opportunities because what i see is what i believe is we can make the next it hub in sri lanka that's what i'm believing in next couple of years we can do that so um my question is my op- i just want to get your opinion on this there are so many opportunities but at the same time you see a huge queue in front of the passport office what are your thoughts on well i mean okay let me try to answer that without getting too political um uh, but so okay let's let's look at migration of the young people and their goals and the economy side uh, as two separate things right so this migration who am i to judge them because i left sri lanka when i was you know after high school and i did uh, went to us to study so and then i spent almost uh, 12 years in us um so who am i to judge others for leaving okay so you can't i'm not going to do that yeah. uh it's individual circumstances differ so each individual may have different circumstances so they may see their opportunities differently some people see opportunities in sri lanka there are a lot of opportunities in this country uh let's get to that later okay but there are a lot of opportunities some people will see that some people will not stay here to um 
I exploit those opportunities. Some others will want to go to other countries and um, settle. Uh, it's just you can't put everybody in this one basket and criticize them. Uh, at Calci, we also don't, um, you know, a lot of people when they come to us to migrate, we fully support them. We don't uh, discourage them because uh, I don't think it's right for me or us to do that. Uh, uh, when we did it ourselves, right? So when I went there, I built my network in the Silicon Valley. I came back and uh, started Calci and I used that network uh, to grow this business. Um, so that's been said. So I'm not going to uh, be in a position to criticize, but we should as a country as leaders what we should do is we should create a uh, uh, sri lanka to be a place where people are a lot more hopeful to stay um uh, give a lot more opportunities uh, so there's not everybody is an entrepreneur right this um, majority of the people are they just want to have a, a regular work life balance have a job and you know do whatever so there's few nut jobs like us who want to work every day and build things and become entrepreneurs so uh, i think there's a great opportunity for that type here right now um, but the thing is those of those entrepreneurs need the people also to uh, be in their team uh, so when the people leave it's not gonna affect us positively um, but like i said so the the solution is not to tell people hey or guilt trip people are uh, for uh, migrating because uh, that's not the way i think we need to give create lot more opportunities and fair and um, you know place where they want to live they want to raise their kids they want to send their kids to school uh, in sri lanka and then more will stay um the other part like you said the economic i think the economy is like you know let's look at the music analogy you know when you have like a, this big sound mixer there are hundreds of knobs i'm not a music person but i see there are hundreds of knobs you don't uh, get, get that right music output by fully turning one knob <laughs> it's a fine tuning of hundreds of knobs so i personally think the government has to understand that right now they think tweaking one knob which is locking the foreign exchange to 200 is going to solve all that problem no that's going to oh screw up a lot of other um uh streams and collapse so that's where the economic uh complexity it's, it's not as simple as locking you know one knob that's that's my opinion um so the, the opportunities wise uh sometimes this for the entrepreneurs this is a great opportunity because not many people so when when the bad times happen if you start something and if you survive when the good times happening you are up on the game that's where the opportunities you just need to find those opportunities and jump on it when no one else is doing so like um, right now so someone who is listening to this podcast and right now if he changes his mind to become an entrepreneur and jump into this so um what are the things that you need to have 
when you are starting a startup maybe like uh, timing or maybe the proper team like uh, if you take an example airbnb they they yeah. launch it at the correct time because they saw the need and they launch it and maybe pick me so there was a need so they went to at the, at the correct time and uh, yeah. you might have a nice i mean a supportive founding team so there are so many aspects maybe seed funding you need to have a capital so so many aspects so what I, what do you define as the things that we need to start a start i think uh first of all willing to commit that almost all your time for many many years to come if you're not that's not for you right and then i don't believe in starting going into this for the sake of being an entrepreneur or for the sake of doing a startup that's okay like you said it's becoming a fad or the cool thing to do but unless you have a purpose and really a drive towards uh solving that problem that you identify um i wouldn't get into this just because it's cool or um it's the thing to do okay number one uh, so like i said it's it's a it's not what you see um it's a lot of responsibilities it's a lot of uh, ab- commitment the time and all that is there so um uh, one thing i would look looking back i would do differently is i would have a co-founder right now for me when i was i mean last 20 years i it's nice to have someone that you could bounce ideas at the equal level um so i was kind of lonely at that level because uh, i i had to take all the responsibilities everything from early days i'm talking about sales to uh delivery to management to operations to everything so it's really messes you up because all that's on your head so i wish um i i i would do this with a co-founder that from the get go if possible uh that's one and then um, and you asked for the seed something for that like yeah. you need to have a correct blend in your team right because maybe be one person can be so techy and the other person can be good in marketing right yeah. so you, you got to have someone complementary not someone like you someone absolutely opposite you that's my opinion i you know because why do you need someone like you you are already there get someone who fills your gaps so that's when it's complementary mix up happens uh that's then you talk to each other for their strengths and you know weaknesses and creates a great team um yeah that and then uh, you you talk about seed funding right so uh, i mean it depends on the startup i mean when you go to investors of course they are investors they're not going to give you money for free um they need something in return so you have to be uh, willing to give a portion of the company uh, for that money and you have to be able to be very responsible you need to treat that money so it's again i mean i would say uh, you have to be a lot more responsible about the investor money than your own money but mm-hmm. so that that uh, so my recommendation is like when you are going to the investors you can't just go with idea these days there's so many ideas 
um that means nothing you have to go with some traction uh so how do you that's that's a, i mean you know that's not easy not no, nobody said startups is easy right then everybody will be doing that yeah. so how do you okay let's say you don't have money uh you need to get traction you need to develop a product uh it's a tough formula to uh, crack uh there's no silver bullet um my advice is do something before going to investors without raising money prove yourself prove that you are worthy of investing um just going with ideas not the chance of you getting funding just with idea and without a track record is not high uh it's not just sri lanka only okay anyway in the world um so that's where you need to do something about it whether it's part of the product development getting some traction uh or use a sign up um you need to show that you're committed and you need to show your commitment yeah sure i totally agree with that because right right now if you take 10 students or 10 people they have 10 different ideas they can we can generate ideas even within a second but the execution is what is matters right so you can have an idea at the same time if you can execute it that's where you be maybe labeled as an entrepreneur so yeah. and um going to another another question like in your past 20 years at calci building a company definitely you might have failing points winning points rejections right even even at the beginning point you might have done you might have or not you might have done a, like a, several pitch decks and might get rejected from uh, clients so uh, how you going to face those type of rejections throughout your journey as an entrepreneur oh thank god for those rejections mm-hmm. if those rejections didn't happen i would have given up um so what happens is when people reject uh, rejects me i kind of take it personally i'm like i make it a make it my goal to prove them wrong right so if they didn't reject me i don't have a drive mm-hmm. okay so i am i mean i may have a chip on my shoulder but that's kind of what got me going when people reject i'm like oh great so i'm going to prove this person wrong uh if they didn't reject me if they just complimented me i probably wouldn't have been that driven um so i call rejections are my steroids so that's i would say they've been my biggest blessing it pisses me off uh when i get rejected i cannot that into work that uh, energy or whatever into work 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 and then i put them wrong that's kind of really helped um and also like you know for me i don't get too stimulated or i don't seek compliments uh but i love constructive criticism i get so much stimulated up here when people constructively criticize me uh you know why because um, constructive criticism helps you improve uh compliments doesn't do anything it just makes you happy for the short run and that's it um i recommend everybody to read this uh, book by ray dalio called principles 
that's a great book and uh, that's kind of uh, i under i agree almost 100% of what's in that book uh, i can relate to a lot of it that's why um it's been uh, if anybody asks me what's my favorite book that would be that um and uh, also like one more point um when it comes to advice uh the way i work is i'm not a good advice taker um advice goes on my head like this you know i i i set myself to do something and i just don't listen i don't listen to anybody i just do it right so the but so i'm not doing those things like in a um uh, uh, i do them in a like a calculated manner uh i know so i set mini risks so even so people say don't do it it even a fail right okay sure but then i calculated the cost of failure i make sure the cost of failure is something that not going to bankrupt me i can afford so those are calculated risk taking so i that's the only way i learn i don't learn by listening to people i don't so some people learn by taking advice i don't necessarily take advice unless i really look up to that person and you know it's just very few people that could advise me that i listen to um so but i learn all making mistakes by ma- making mistakes um that way i never forget this i never forget those lessons um it's just you need to be smart enough to make mistakes that not going to bankrupt you that's the that's what i, I mean uh, failure is the uh thing that we should encourage calculated failures that's uh, uh you know really people could learn a lot from that so um so when i when i said that i take these calculated mini risks some of them have worked so then they multiply effect positively uh they grow they help uh and then whatever those failures they're calculated so when you take 10 risks if six works you're up on the game so it's like uh, definitely you have thousands of failing points in that journey so yeah. what you need to do is if you are fail if you see that you're going to fail fail fast learn and move on that's what i'm believing yeah. yep. so i also teach this to my kids like so my son uh, wanted to go to university he wasn't sure which major to go take right so he was debating between mechanical engineering and computer science uh, so i told him hey you know why don't you take um, two summer courses um, so he took uh, cs50 from harvard online all free mm-hmm. online anybody can take it um, so i told i directed him to these two courses so he took cs50 and he loved it and then he he that's a mini risk uh, so you spend two months uh, at best uh, of your time taking that class worst case you don't like it but you know you don't like it then than blindly jumping into a four year degree program so he liked it and then he chose computer science so that's really uh rather than okay he could have taken advice from somebody hey do computer science no 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 this that but who knows who are we to tell tell him what to do he needs to trial and error and realize it that's kind of so i kind of empathize i don't when people also are stuck in it so my advice is always try a little bit figure it out yourself that's that super parenting right <laughs> <laughs> i hope so <laughs> i know so um yeah we are running out of time as well so um 
with that note uh, we can wind up and uh, i like to thank for spending your valuable time as well as sharing all your experience maybe it may be just a small bit of experience of you by the way thanks a lot for sharing all the things with uh, us and uh, wish you all the best with uh, your future endeavors as well as with your company hey thank you so much ashwin thank you very much for the time and uh, i hope uh, this will help people yeah thank you uh, right, uh, so thanks a lot mongal as well as each and everyone who is listening and uh, have a nice day as well as stay safe bye bye